Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. On this episode of Podcast Pontifications, I will be tackling the topic of the rise and fall of Podcast SEO. I'm going to start this conversation by telling you a fable. This is completely and totally fictional. This is a myth that, like many fictions and many myths, has been assumed to be true by a good number of people. Way too many, in my opinion. Here's the myth I want to tell you about. The myth is that some directories, let's call them um, Snapple. Some directories like Snapple that list podcasts, where podcasters can go list their content. The myth holds that there are people inside of the company Snapple or there are systems in place at this company Snapple that will recognize either the brilliance or the activity associated with a brand new podcast. And those people and or those activities will trigger an algorithm that will cause that podcast to be placed in a, a, uh, a method of prominence, in a place of prominence upon the Snapple podcast directory. That is false. That is a myth. That is a misconception. The reality is, there is no it's not that there's no one at the helm. There is. And it's not that there isn't someone there who can put podcasts in a place of prominence in the Snapple directory. They do exist. But it's not going to work for you. It's not going to work for most people. There is no counting clock from the time an episode or a show goes live before it is treated as utter garbage. It's never treated as garbage. It's never treated as anything. It's just listed. And so because this myth has prevailed, a lot of people are taking to doing some less than, well, they're doing some things like we can make your podcast get better rankings if we just do some podcast SEO. But here's the reality of that. We have two problems. One, to do SEO right, and I've done SEO in a non-douchey way. I fired three different SEO companies in the past and ran a very large team of people who did international enterprise SEO the right way. So putting things in the right place and processes so that the search engines could find them. 
But all of that work, when done the right way and also done the wrong way, is all designed to play into an algorithm to present content in a way that the algorithm of said directory, in this case, Snapple, likes. Here's the reality. There's no algorithm. There isn't. There is no search algorithm. There is no recommendation algorithm that you can attempt to cater towards. Now, you might be, but wait a minute, Evo, I know that it keys off of the search, the search field keys off of the title and the author tag. That's true, but it's, that's it. <laughs> that does not mean an algorithm. Algorithms are complex, really complex. Hundreds of factors go into play. Not, well, let's see if, let's see if this keyword exists in titles and author fields. And if so, let's list them by the order in which the show was added to the Snapple directory. That does not make an algorithm. But here's the deal, and kind of the real live point of this, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, honestly, it does not matter. Since the myth is busted, there is no algorithm. There isn't anything that's really controlling. There's no really point in doing that. And really, right now happening is a lot of people are trying tricky things, keyword stuffing titles and stuff, and they're getting kicked out right and left. Hence the fall of podcast SEO. But again, it doesn't matter. What this whole episode over the last few months has taught me is that it's rare when somebody goes to the Snapple directory, for example, and wants to search for new content. That's, that's not how it's done. That's not the behavior activity that most people who are going to the Snapple podcast directory are doing. That's not what they're, they're not going to search to find new stuff. They're having things presented to them by the powers that be at Apple, oh, excuse me, Snapple. Those have been influenced by marketing dollars and buddy relationships and other things that, that, that benefit there. It's just not happening. When you add your show to the Snapple directory, you are along with a few hundred other people who have added your show to the Snapple directory that day. And you're not going to get top prep, top um, prevalence. And you shouldn't worry about that. Way too many of the podcasters I know, and especially the new podcasters I know, are obsessed on getting as high as they can in these rankings, which are all garbage. We're learning more and more all day. They're easy to scam because there is no algorithm. They don't really mean anything. Hence, there's a continued discovery problem with podcasting, which I think everybody misinterprets what that actually means. But I'm going to posit to you that the only reasons that you should be listing your show in these directories like the Snapple directory and like the, uh, let's see, um, you'd think I came up with these things quicker. Uh, let's say uh, Google and let's say uh, Splatify, theoretical places. These are not good discovery places. They are very good places to get people to subscribe once you have already hooked them. It's a good place to send people to say, hey, are you already using this thing? Great. My stuff is on this thing as well. So you need to be there. But once you're there, you should ignore it. Really. Once you've done everything you possibly can to be there on those places, you should ignore that completely with one exception. With one exception. And this is relevant as of the middle of October 2018. Things might change. 
in the future. But right now, the only really good thing that these do, besides being a place people can get your show, the only good thing that one of these directories do, and it's underutilized, is understanding behavior, the consumption behavior of your listeners. That's pretty powerful. Now, the problem with that is if you have only six devices that are giving you statistics on how much people listen to your show or when people who have downloaded and listen then drop off to your show, six isn't really a relevant sample size. So you have to get a bunch. You got to get a bunch of people so that you can make some really intelligent decisions. I mean, I wouldn't ignore the data you're getting from those six people if they all stopped listening five minutes in. Maybe you've got too long of an intro. Just saying. But you need a whole lot of people to get there. And you're not going to get a whole lot of people just by listing your show on Snapple, on Boogle, and on Splatterfy. That's not going to do it. New products go in grocery stores, and they're either sold or they're not, and they're kicked out quickly. Well, these other directories are wide open now. Anybody can list anything there. And there's no real incentive for the Snapples and the Boogles and the Spotify, Splatify to make it easier to discover content. There's no, there's no benefit to that. It's a listing of everything. They don't make any money. There's no financial benefit to making it easier to find your content. All they care about is making sure the listeners can find some content. So if you really want to drive the people to, to your show, you got to do it on your own. You got to do it on your own. Do not think it stops. And do not think that something as silly as podcast SEO is going to help you. It's not. If you want to know what does make for a successful launch, hey, I can help with that. Podcastlaunch.pro. More information about me. Email me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro, and let's see what we can do to make sure that your launch and your ongoing production continues unabated. I'll be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. 
Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.